Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're going to make a big mistake if you let us steal one in Texas. That's exactly what your Arizona Diamondbacks did tonight. Welcome into the PHNX D-Bags podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Occasionally known as your mayor of the World Series. This adorable man next to me is known in the rap community as Patty Plantain. He's also known uh, to me as my hot tag partner, the one and only Patrick Lyons from DNVR. Thank you again so much for being here. And I know... This is unfamiliar territory for you. Wow, you went there, huh? I just needed to really fast, but I'm going to just push on. We're talking Let's about the- go. This team is a motherfucking wagon. The Diamondbacks get this win tonight, and Merrill Kelly was magnificent. Sorry for the cheap hit. That Colorado was Rockies a- have never won a game in the World Series. Yeah, Moving I just, on. I just needed You know who also hasn't won a game on the road in the World Series ever? The Arizona Diamondbacks. But now that streak is over because wow. tonight this team wins their first road victory in the World Series. Obviously, we know what happened to New York back there in the day but of course here we are with a huge victory Arizona Diamondbacks win 9 to 1 they out hit the Texas Rangers 16 to 4 we talked about wow. this before but what a, an amazing performance tonight all the way around from everyone on this team we talked about this Diamondbacks team needed an ass kicking I believe it was Elizabeth who called it in the pregame show uh ski to you Elizabeth I did not ski ski to you Patrick ski to you Damon ski to you all tonight ski. but uh man just what a thorough victory tonight by the Arizona Diamondbacks. During the pregame, I think each of us touched on a different element of, hey, here's here would be the perfect possible outcome for the bullpen to get rest, for the offense to go out, score a bunch of runs, allow Torrey the opportunity to give some other guys some work. Seeing Luis Frias out there in the ninth, that was Damon's contribution. Yeah. Getting seven innings at a Merrill Kelly, and you go, it, it's it's what you would prescribe, but there's no way that could possibly happen because, look, it's baseball. You win the game. You figure out how to get it done, and it was exactly how we drew it up, a dream scenario to not only tie the series 1-1, but really reset things in a major way for both the offense, for the bullpen to get some rest, guys like Andrew Saul Frank saying, hey, maybe he can now be a guy you can count on uh, alongside a Joe Mantiply and Ryan Nelson, who had an inning and a third as well in game one. A lot of really positive things. 
coming out of game two before we go back to Arizona right here, back in the Valley, back at Chase Field for three sold-out games at Chase Field. And maybe, just maybe, the Diamondbacks can close it out at home in game five. A lot has to happen. But still, a lot has series to. is tied 1-1. That's fantastic for the Diamondbacks and their fans. A lot does have to happen. And a big part of that is that we know the Diamondbacks are going to have a bullpen game. So, of course, tonight's mm -hmm. night, tonight's outing by Merrill Kelly was absolutely crucial to their future success. For him to go out there and do what he did, literally making history for this Arizona Diamondbacks wow. team. Kelly sets a franchise record for uh after retiring the first 11 batters face surpassing the most record for consecutive batters retired by diamondback starting pitcher to start a world series game as crazy as that stat sounds uh, of course the previous records uh, was by randy johnson uh in of course game two of the october 20 october 28 2001 world series uh, that is per elias sports bureau so uh, we've talked about brandon fought doing things that only kurt schilling and Randy Johnson Odan, and now here's Merrill Kelly That's doing it. things, uh, surpassing Randy Johnson. He just had an absolutely incredible night. Uh, did not give up his first hit until the fourth inning, which was like a bloop single. Uh, and Evan I Carter, mean, two outs. Yeah. yeah and then That's he gives fantastic. up a solo home run to Mitch Garver to lead off the fifth. And that's literally his only blemish for the entire night. Mm -hmm. Nine strikeouts, did not walk anybody, uh, gave up three hits and the one earned run. And his third time through the order facing the top of that lineup, Simeon, Seeger, and Evan Carter, three strikeouts. He bounces back in a huge way from a fifth inning where that was where, where Garver hit that home run. There was a two-out single from Josh Young. But he bounces back third time through the order, striking out three, including Marcus Simeon. Uh, gets him looking, and, and his night's done uh, after seven Goes one, two, three again in the seventh inning with two strikeouts, both of them looking. And he actually becomes the 10th starter, as you said, didn't walk anyone, struck out nine. 10th starter in World Series history to strike out nine or more with zero walks. Kurt Schilling did that back in 2001. He was Unbelievable. Just, he was just incredible. He was incredible. He seemed to get more dominant as the night yes. went on. He struck out the side several times. Mm -hmm. Nine Ks and no walks. Like, like Tom on your side said right there, that is insane. It absolutely is insane. Uh, and I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, Groundhog Mama's asking where Flex is. Flex is over there. He's right over he's here watching the, the Suns game. Don't worry. We'll he's, get him over he's here. He's behind your monitor. Yeah, so. he's, 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 he's sneaking up on us. But the offense, what a night for the Arizona wow. Diamondbacks offense. Yeah. Obviously, Gabriel Moreno kicked things off with a solo home run. He's actually the fifth youngest catcher to ever hit a home run in the World Series. Uh, in World wow. Series history, uh, behind some big names, including Johnny Bench, mm -hmm. uh, who is technically the youngest to ever do it at 22 days and 22 years and 308 days, 22 days. That would be impressive. Uh, Bill Delancey, Tim McCarver, and Buster Posey are ahead of him. But uh, additionally, the D-backs now have the most homers from players age 23 or younger in a single That's postseason. Right. The young guys have absolutely been doing it for this team. Uh, and I mean... Again, we could talk about all of the offense tonight, but let's never bench Alec Thomas again. Ba Alec Thomas against the lefty absolutely raked tonight. Yep. Uh, he was incredible in the outfield, and let's not knock all of this nonsense off. Forget platooning him. He is in there against left-handed hitters. In fact, we had his father, Alan, say basically that he pitched to him his whole life, and he's a lefty. So what are we doing here? That's, he, he should be most familiar with lefties. Am I wrong? 
There are so many left-handed hitters. I'm going to drink that. You want to do a thing? That, that, that will do your thing. That will hit against other lefties. Yeah, Tori was asked pregame about Alec Thomas being in this game, uh, batting seventh too, uh, a little bit higher up than, than you would expect a guy that's supposed to be dominated by uh, a same-sided pitcher. But no, Tori said the defense in center field is way more critical here in this spot. And again, lefties will do damage against other lefties. It's not a foregone conclusion in one of those matchups. We we saw a little chess match there. I want to say it was uh, in the eighth inning where Paven Smith came in and then Bruce Bochy countered with Martin Perez, a lefty. And then Torrey said, okay, we just burned Paven Smith. Let's go with Manuel Rivera. And that ended up working. Uh, yeah. Rivera walked, he walked and got on base that up. inning. Yeah. Um, but even still, it was great to see Thomas in there getting the two hits, contributing to the 16 total hits overall for the Diamondbacks tonight. In, uh, in, in a game in which everything really just went their way. Uh, the big the big story tonight offensively, though, is that Cattell Marte had now officially owns the record for the longest mm-hmm. postseason hitting streak in MLB wow. history, uh, surpassing Manny Ramirez, Derek Jeter, and Hank Bauer and himself, uh, all who were tied at 17, and now holding the record exclusively here with an 18-game streak. Dare I say he's at the top of the mountain now? Could you say that? Could oh, I mean? I, can I? I, I did I, I did I just? I don't know, Damon. Can he say? Is Cattell Marte at the top actually of the at the top of the mountain? Like, I don't know. Like he's hiked to it's, the top of me, the mountain. Let me tell you, it's a gamble sometimes when you bring this up. But of course, subtle hints. Uh, you got it. Yeah, you got to sell it. <laughs> See, here's the thing: people mess. People mess with Cattell all the and time. And he was down to his last at bat. We weren't sure if he was going to get one in that really long eighth inning where yeah. that was that was the inning where you didn't get that. Unfortunately, you didn't get that uh, in game one where you wanted another insurance run and that wasn't able to happen. Had you had gotten it, that Seawall two run homer to Corey Seager is null and void and you're up to nothing, but they got those insurance runs in a really big way in the eighth and Marte comes up and keeps it going, keeps the train going with a two RBI single oh, for the hit so streak. Sweet. And now with 18 games, 18 game hit streak in the postseason, no one is higher than can tell Marte. He's at the top of the mountain. Send him up the goddamn mountain, David. Let's go. Yo, Leo. All right. Uh, so I'm, I'm knocking over beers over here. All right. Well, let's see. There are so many great things to say about tonight. Uh, Tommy Pham, four for four tonight. Wow. Uh, he did get caught on the base path, but I'm going to totally let that slide. You know, I did forget about him getting picked uh, off well, in a really bad slide? spot. You You're let right. Him, let it slide. He was absolutely fabulous. He was fabulous. Goes four Fantastic. for four. Fantastic. Okay, hold on. Damon's producing. All right. We can't maybe when Jacob's here, we can say those kind of puns. <laughs> but he goes he goes uh four for four. Uh two doubles. Two doubles. 27th player in World Series history with four yep. more hits and two or more extra base hits. Reggie Sanders, the only other D-back to record four hits in a World Series. Wow. It's kind of wild to be making all of these comparisons, like as if the Diamondbacks have so many World Series. Uh, appearances but it's for good times it's for good times so uh, i do want to get to some super chats yeah let's see what we got here benjamin hunley uh, yeah uh says d-backs can only win low scoring games Derek jeter before tonight's game ha dummy uh we can go ahead and move (laughs) on to the next one uh got him uh mr grim says take a drink out of that bat i did sir that one was just for you thank you for your super chat momo murray says I went to a concert at Globe Life Field back in June, and I was rocking my D-backs hat in there. Now we are playing in the World Series. 
Crazy. Crazy. Morgan Wallen? Playing. Playing in the World Series. Man. Thriving in the World Series. You don't need whiskey glasses. Thriving. You don't need whiskey glasses to see the Diamondbacks in the World I don't Series. Know They're that, just there. I don't know that reference to, or any of his songs at all, but I'm sure that's a good one. I'm sure some people out there appreciate it. They get uh, it. They know. Comrade BM says, uh, fellas, oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, what? Yeah. Read it. Read the co- Give the man his money's worth. He says, is it gay to want Christian Walker's smooth hands all over you? And my answer is absolutely not. Absolutely not. Christian Walker got a hit tonight. So God bless that man. The dark days are over for Christian Walker. Yes. It's insane. First Smooth. His hand, you Cocoa know those, buttery. They're rough. We know those hands are rough. But this is the most important super chat. Our guy Flex. 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 Flex with the $50 super chat says that's number one, fellas. Let's oh. fucking go. Let's go. Circle the wagon. Let's go, man. Oh, man. For those of you that don't know, Flex has been adding $5 to his super chat for every Diamondbacks win. And of course, we're going to make him pay that money. We're, we're going to get him at what we, we need. Uh, we need $70 <laughs> is what we need to get him to. So wait, no, 50, 55. I'm bad at math. We'll get him there anyway. But piece of Yoshi, uh, of course, 65. He said, do I just have to wear black and Sedona every day till the end of time? Um, that's a I fair would, deal. I would tell you to That's remove fair. those unauthorized uh, names on your Twitter, you know, uh, name there. But honestly, I don't want you to change anything you're doing. So nobody should stop. No one should change anything they're doing right now. Keep doing whatever you're doing. Uh, Chili Boots, our friend from Minnesota, says snakes bite back. Let's go, Chili. Uh, Caleb Lindsay says a ski to you, good sirs. Ski, ski. to you, Caleb. A ski to sexy red, of course, out there wherever she is. Uh, and she says, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking, friend of the program. Uh, I was trying to think of yes. who might be getting King Snake tonight, but so many of you snakes did crazy shit tonight. Uh, Scree you, Jeter. I'm going to say it like he said, Scree. Uh, and then Nick Sutphin, our guy. Happy birthday again to our guy, Nick Sutphin. We can't wait to see you here in Phoenix. He said, let's freaking go. Got up early and let's, and it's late here in Nebraska, but I'll see you on Monday. Scree. Oh, man. So exciting. This has been an incredible uh, night because this Diamondbacks team thoroughly waxed that ass when it came to what they man. did to the Texas Rangers tonight. And there's not a lot. I mean, Again, they, they were active on the uh, base path. They were able to yeah. reserve their bullpen. Saul Frank went out there. Things got shaky, but who cares? Because it, they had such a substantial lead. He could have even given up some runs, and he still didn't. No. And this Diamondbacks bullpen now gets two consecutive days of rest before coming back here at Chase Field for a Brandon Fott start, which we know is going to probably, even if things go well, require the bullpen to pick up a considerable amount of the load. And then we know the next day is a bullpen start. So... Like you said, you couldn't ask for things to go better no. in, in regards to Tori Lavolo's game plan going forward. Plus, it doesn't matter. Like, yes, they could be up two two games, right? They were one swing on, of the uh, of the bat away from being up here two games, but they did what they needed to do, and they have now taken home field advantage uh, to Chase Field and can actually win it here in Game Five. It's the amazing. whole damn thing. It's amazing to see what a team can do when they don't have to worry about their starting pitcher, like just going out there and shoving. And you see that when yeah. the starting pitchers is holding down the fort in that way, there aren't those issues. The offense can maybe, you know, take their time, maybe be a little bit more patient. You, you got to see some, a small ball. It's funny to, to, to look at a box score and see that the Diamondbacks won nine to one. And yet Geraldo Perdomo ended up laying down two sacrifice bunts. In fact, he becomes the first player in world series history to lay down a sack bunt and steal a base 
in consecutive World Series games. Like that's mm. the kind of guy mm. I, I can't say it enough. Geraldo Perdomo has really opened my eyes here while watching the Diamondbacks just for being a solid, consistent player. He's just one of those guys. He's not a superstar, but he is so integral, I feel like, yeah. to the success. We've called him the catalyst at times yeah. of this offense. He just gets things going one way or another. And he's he's not necessarily the guy that gets a big hit, but you can't help but notice his involvement. He's in, in the middle of rallies. everything. Yeah, in those rallies, in those crooked number innings, he yes. is one of those guys that gets things going. So, like, tonight, you just could credit the entire offense. Like I said, Tommy Pham had an incredible night. We could give the King Snake to Cattell for his historic streak. We could give it to Tommy for going four for four. Like uh, Gabriel Moreno had a huge, you know, solo home run that kicked things off. Christian Walker finally broke, you know, his his streak of, of kind of this bad luck he's been having. Getting a lot of momentum. Alec Thomas today. two for five against the lefty. You can't just you can't say enough about everything that this team did tonight. But again. The one that set the tone, the guy that did it, the guy that gave this bullpen a break uh, and did everything for this team is none other than Merrill Kelly. And for that reason, he is our king snake tonight. Uh, seven innings pitch, three hits, one earned run, 9K. I just, you, you know, again, you, you often say, oh, Merrill did it quietly. He didn't do it quietly tonight. He did it with a bang. 9Ks, he was, he was, he was filthy. He was filthy. He absolutely shoved for this team. And I just couldn't. You couldn't ask for more out of Merrill Kelly and what he gave them tonight and how important it was. Again, yeah. the, the bullpen was absolutely taxed from last night, and, uh, and it, it's this time of the year, so you're just going to go all out anyway. It doesn't Being tired is not an option at this point, but to give this bullpen a rest, to give especially Seawald like a mental reset night mm -hmm. for him after giving up such a huge home run himself it's it's just big. You, you, we talked about needing the flush game one, and there's no better way to do that than than handing a drumming to the uh, Texas Rangers here in game two the way that they did. It was great, and he threw 89 pitches, and there was, I think, some consideration that maybe he would go back out for the eighth because 89, you go, oh, you're getting up there, but that's over seven innings. That's the thing is not any of those high-stress innings. Pitch counts, getting 100 pitches is – that's usually the 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 magic number, right? Yeah. But if you're doing that in five and six innings versus closer to eight innings, you're you're uh, throwing a lot more pitches in singular innings, which Kelly wasn't. He didn't. He wasn't out there for very long. So that 89 pitches isn't putting a lot of stress. There weren't any singular innings yeah. in which that was the case. And and one of the awesome things about the World Series is you get to see new players, as flashy as yes. the Bryce Harpers and uh, I almost threw Kyle Schwarber. And I don't know if he's flashy, but he's a notable name. As as great as those players are, and as much as you know, uh, the Mookie Betts's, the Freddie Freeman, the, 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 you know. the sports fans that yeah. are just kind of on the cusp that don't really follow baseball, how comforting that is to them. I think a lot of people were watching this game and saying, who is this guy? How his numbers have been really good since he's, you know, uh, come over from the Diamondbacks the last four years. One of the best and most consistent pitchers, underrated yeah. pitchers, a clear like number two starter and arguably yeah. a number one starter for the Diamondbacks. And then you hear, oh, wait, this was a guy that was really overlooked by uh, his team and Tampa Bay and went and played for four years in South Korea to not only ply his trade, but to make consistent money. Because that's the thing. When you go over to South Korea, you're getting a guaranteed contract. So when he was over there, I don't know what his exact contract numbers were, but a lot of guys will go over there and maybe make you know, uh, just under a mil. And then after proving themselves, maybe they make a little bit more than a million dollars. And you go, isn't the league minimum like $750,000 mm -hmm. in the majors? Yes. 
But that's if you're on the roster every single day. But if you're getting shuttled back and forth to the majors and, and the minors, you're not you're not getting that same cut. Yeah, yeah. So the story of Merrill Kelly, I think, is just as huge uh, as part of the 9-1 victory, I think, for a lot of people watching at home. And you go, <laughs> wow, this Merrill Kelly dude, like he really bet on himself in a major way, proved it. And here he is having even more success this postseason. Merrill Kelly, I think, has a lot more fans all around the country after tonight's performance. Not to mention the fact that he is just such a local guy. So much of his yeah. story has been connected here to Arizona. For him to be a part of this team and be delivering for this state, for this, uh, for for his family, for this organization, the way he is, uh, it's special. And not only that, but uh, Merrill Kelly was part of Team USA and the WBC. Yeah, he represented this country. It, it's just an incredible story all the way around. So, uh, and yes. There he goes. That was a perfect transition. I was going to say, it's a very loud night here in the sun, in this PHNX studio, as if we're not doing a show. Uh, and so things are excited. There's a lot of good Arizona sports teams. Totri, did ASU win? We won. ASU won. Suns are up by 27. What a fucking night. You know what Let's they go. Say. Don't let ASU get two. Don't let ASU get two. Don't let ASU get two. Um, but yeah, Duncan says Rangers getting a little worried now. Look at me in my face. Mm. They should be. They should be worried because this team isn't scared. This team isn't scared. So even if they're no. not perfect here at home, they will go back to Texas and they will finish the goddamn job. I'm confident about that. The Texas Rangers, I am not going to call game one a fluke, but the Texas Rangers were one swing of the bat away from things being a little different, right? So, of course... Uh, I, I thought that there was still a lot of things you could find encouraging from game one. And now we here are here we are on game two and the Diamondbacks absolutely put a whooping on the Rangers. It's incredible what they were able to do. What do we do? Yeah. See, it's this kind of night. Let's go. They're a wagon. wagon. We've tried to tell you they're a wagon. Look at this beautiful Got shirt. That by wagon. The way. Go get this shirt. PHNXlocker.com. There it is. Go get the official shirt of a wagon. Oh man. And this wagon continues to roll. So uh, a lot of exciting things happening. By the way, yeah, uh, this very show is brought to you by our friends over at the Desert Financial Credit Union, which is Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. I wouldn't have a home without our friends over at uh, Desert Financial Credit Union this is where my first mortgage was from. They helped me become a first time homeowner. Let them help you become a first time homeowner uh, over there at uh, Desert Financial Credit Union. Sometimes studies show, sometimes Forbes shows. Forbes shows. They're fantastic. Yeah, that's right. And uh, of course, I know you like to lean on studies quite a bit, but studies also show that we are very appreciative of people being here in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Oh, always. Always thank and you. forever. We thank you guys for being here. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss at least a chance to watch our shows. Just be notified we're going live. That way you can, you know, when we, when when it's when it's Totri and ASU, you can whatever. But when it's us, <laughs> thumbs up. Also, That's speaking right. of thumbs up, drop us a like here in the chat. We always appreciate that. As Gabby will say, pop it in here. Uh, drop us a like. It's as good as a dinger, right? Uh, if you're listening on the audio podcasting side, make sure to subscribe there as well. Leave us a review. I will accept all reviews, even the ones about my drinking habits. I'm fine with that. Um, and we, we love you guys for doing both, by the way. It's always great to watch live. It's always great to listen later. You never know. 
you might actually just be too busy celebrating yourself after a win like this to really hear everything we have to say. So soak it, drink, drink it all in with yeah. the audio podcast. But uh, also big shout out to our friends at Empire Today, where you can get uh, you can shop home convenience, the right product for your needs and quick and professional installation for all of your home flooring needs over at Empire Today. Uh, it's the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, they have copycats, but Empire Today cannot be beat on quality, service and speed. And you do not want low quality flooring in your home they won't promise the lowest prices but anyone who does that is putting the is putting flooring in your home they wouldn't put in there so make sure to not uh settle for that uh, empire today is easy quick and convenient you get someone in your home that day and eliminate the back and forth to a store speed and service you won't get at a big box store so make sure to check out empire today uh they do service their own warranties by the way which i had an issue with that on a home installation myself and that could be a hassle when you have to go through a third-party home uh, warranty company. So if an issue does arise, you can just call Empire. They service all warranty themselves. You won't have to track down a manufacturer's phone number or any of that business. Just visit their web website at empiretoday.com slash PHNX. You can schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use the promo code PHNX. Restrictions do apply. Again, see empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. And, of course, uh, you know, once the Diamondbacks do come back here, a great way, a great place for people to come visit, yes. like our friend Nick, who will be coming in from Nebraska uh, yes. to stay is at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Because not only do you get to go watch a baseball game, but then you get to have a casino in your lobby of your hotel and, and massages and frosty beverages. Because I'm sure it's as cold in Nebraska as it is in wherever the hell you come from. Uh, it's yeah it's snowing in it's in snowing Denver. isn't it yeah it is yeah and you're not sitting poolside like here. you can sit at gila river resorts and casinos yeah. here so uh do not miss out on the chance to check that out even if you're here in town get down what, here get, go to go for a staycation yes. i love the staycation uh arizona is a great place for staycations all over the valley but a great way to feel like you're going up to vegas without taking that trip is and to that's go a to perfect hill, time hill to plan resorts. if you've got kids who are going to be off for thanksgiving yeah. or you're a teacher yeah. and you're going to be off for thanksgiving yep. do that yep. or, or or your winter break like get yourself set up get out of the cold because 90 percent of the country it's getting a lot colder now but it's perfect down here you're absolutely right it's perfect at Gila river and, and here's the other thing too is is if you have kids my daughter just loves staying in a hotel so I will do all of this stuff to take her out of town somewhere. And you know what she wants to do? She wants to stay in the hotel. This occurred even at Disneyland. She wanted to spend an excessive amount of time, Patrick, when we had tickets to go to Disneyland in the hotel room. It was wild. So why why do all of that? Just yeah. stay here in town at Gila Rivers Resorts and Casinos. You can also play some of their fun games. Uh, even if you're not staying at the resort, check out uh, their free games online for a chance to win $1 million in cash. Uh, you can check that out over at uh, Big Red Showdown. You can stay in the game and get rewards. It's that easy. They also have week weekly pickums where you can win up to $1,000 in free bonus play every week, as well as monthly drawings uh, coming up here on November 5th and December 3rd for Cardinals tickets, memorabilia, and free bonus play props card so uh, visit gila million dollar showdown.com to get in on the action for more information on gila river resorts and casinos all they have to offer head to play at gila.com uh well of course, we are going to have our very own Vice Mayor Jesse Friedman uh, joining us here very shortly from the clubhouse. But uh, we do have some more information here. Can we can we just take a look real fast, just a peek in? at uh what this postseason bracket might look like right now because i'm just taking a look at this oh, oh. we have a lower 
Lower half, <sighs> lower section now. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. T all, versus A. All tied up. Age old it's, matchup. That's an age old matchup of T versus A. T and A have always been in a big battle. Don't make me loosen the top of the swear jar, okay? Don't make me loosen this top. I will pull it right down. Why Don't, is your mind in the gutter? Because wh- that's, that's where it goes. He tries to play it straight, but you know this is this is what we have to deal with with this pan. But um, man, <laughs> that looks pretty good right now. That looks pretty that's good really right now. Good. So the offense, huge as we said. The uh, sixteen hits. Was it sixteen or was it fourteen? Sixteen. Sixteen, 16 hits. hits. That's right. right. Everyone in the starting lineup got a hit. A couple <laughs> dudes on the bench as well. In fact, uh, they put the ball in play so well that they put Jordan Montgomery's name on a not-so-good list that you want to have your name on. So Montgomery's final line, six innings pitch, nine hits, four runs. Walked one, did not strike out anybody. Only the 13th time in World Series history, a pitcher went six innings and didn't strike out a single batter. First wow. time since Jimmy Key in 1995 with the Yankees. He was also a left-hander, oddly enough. That's wild. Well, yeah. I will say that the Arizona Diamondbacks might have some really, uh, I guess, positive vibes going their way. So positive. Uh, because based on a tweet I saw earlier, apparently they flew all of their employees. Ooh. All of their employees. Yeah. To Texas for the game. Damn, that's a good move. That's that classy. That is a good move. I don't know the I don't know the scope of that. I don't know what's all inclusive in there. But yeah, I mean, if you're an Arizona Diamondback employee, you got to go to Texas. To Honestly, watch this it's game. probably just the day of. Like I, the Rockies, I think did that um, with with one of the games. I think in Arizona, actually, in 2007, of like, mm-hmm. hey, uh, come on into work. We'll fly you down for the night game, and then yeah, we're getting your butt back on a plane because oh, we yeah, paid for yeah, a hotel, yeah, yeah, no. which is fine. No, but still, oh, that's expi- it's, it's cool. That's cool yeah. to be able to take advantage of something like that. Honestly, flying into town for an event and then flying right out without staying at a hotel—it's a little badass. It's too. a little baller. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a little baller. That's, for that's sure. a good move by the by yeah. the Diamondbacks. Uh, do we have some more super chats there, Damon? That I might have missed out on. What do we got? Piece of Yoshi says Fam had a chance to be the first player to go five for five oh. World Series, but Chase pinch hit for him. Yep, ended well, up grounding out. It was a hidden to a force yeah. out. Really, is what that was. Carlos says your new soul. Record holder of the longest hitting streak in MLB postseason history, Cattell Marte, newly appointed Senior October, is alone yes. at the top. He is Senior October. He, he is That's him. it, right? He yeah. is him. I, I really feel like when Marte had that uh, two RBI single, he was just kind of pointing at himself like, yeah, there's been no doubt. I feel like, and the translation is just Yo Soy L. Like, he, Yo Soy L. I am him. Mm-hmm. Yo Soy L. L. Yeah. Like, that's, that, where is that graphic? <laughs> we need that. <laughs> You know, they, they just played so well and put the balls in the right place. There there was a, a spot early on in the game where Gurriel hit into a double play uh, after Fam's one-out single in the second. I thought, I can't remember a ton of double plays that the Diamondbacks have hit into. And so that took me down to a rabbit hole. Oh. Entering entering tonight, I, entering in the first 13 games that they had played this postseason, they'd only hit into six double plays. And so now they've hit in seven in 14. So it's like every other game, right? And I th- mm. and I, I wanted to see what other teams were doing this postseason. And uh Houston had a slightly better rate with only four double plays they'd hit into in 11 games, but the Diamondbacks have been causing a lot of double plays. There there was one game against the Dodgers where they turned three double plays and of the uh 11 games so far this postseason where a team has turned two double plays, 
The Diamondbacks own five of those 11. So they've been rolling that two ball in a really major way when they need to defensively. Mm. And I think one of the key reasons for that is the double play combo of Perdomo and Marte. Again, Perdomo so great over there at shortstop. I really think that if he can kind of clean up some of those you know, maybe mental errors of just taking a playoff during a regular regular season. Mm-hmm. He's been great this postseason. I think he has some potential to be a Gold Glove finalist, but the guy who is the Gold Glove finalist and probably should win it again for the second year in a row, Christian Walker. He made two great plays. That one where the ball bounced off of first base, he barehands it with those silky smooth cocoa buttery palms of his. And then that other play, what that was a double play, right? Yeah. From oh no, it wasn't a double play, but Perdomo throws it over to him there yeah, in the ninth. Yeah, yeah. Full extension stretch, barely keeps his foot on the bag. That's a ho hum play that Walker makes that really there's maybe one or two other first basemen in the league right now that can make that on their best day. Yeah. Christian Walker has been fantastic offensively. He hit a ball, I think 102 down the line. Jace Young made a really nice play on it on his second to last at bat before he was finally able to get off the schneid mm-hmm. and get that hit late. Mm-hmm. So I think Walker's really starting to heat up again, only the one hit, but sometimes the, uh, the process doesn't always match the results. And I think we're going to start seeing those results really match what he's able to do going forward. That's uh yeah and and I I mean overall it felt like again we weren't really dissatisfied with the offensive production in game one you know when we said yeah that should be you know that should be enough to win a game tonight we saw the Diamondbacks pitching staff Merrill Kelly Andrew Saul Frank come in there and get two uh, be able to hold this game or, or this Rangers team to to one run scored one run scored uh, on a solo home run outside of that no yep. threats. No, I mean, four hits for the entire night. Four hits. Fantastic. One run. I mean, you just can't ask for a better night than that. And, again, the offense uh, absolutely came alive, and I think that's the beautiful thing about it is to get someone like Tommy Pham really cooking here, going four for four with the two runs scored. Uh, You had Corbin Carroll, two for five with his two RBI. Like, just everybody giving this contribution. It just really feels like – Again, the 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 being on the roll factor is is big because uh, you know they they were kind of able to do some things in that Phillies series by keeping the Phillies offense you know to to minimal. But now this feels different, man. I mean, this it feels like we're doing to the Rangers what what the Phillies kind of did to us in a couple of those games, and that's it's it's nice to be on this side of things. It's true. I, I also think you know in the top of the eighth, I, it it probably got overlooked because it's a four one ball game at that point, and Kelly gets the handshakes, and you go, oh, I really thought maybe he'd have an opportunity to go one more inning, but uh, that 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 ends up working out a little bit better. You you got those insurance runs in a, in a big way, but those three runs in the eighth came with two outs, right? Fam had the leadoff single. Guriel with the sack bunt uh, before Thomas struck out. And uh, in fact, the sack bunt by Guriel, uh, only one team. So you know this since you cover this team. Uh, only mm-hmm. one team all year had three sacrifice bunts, and that was Tori Lovello's crew of the Diamondbacks. So it only makes sense that they'd be the first team to lay down three sacrifice bunts in a World Series game since the St. Louis Cardinals back in 2011. That, of course, is via Sarah Langs. But they do it with with two outs. And, and Perdomo never, never in the middle of that one, yeah. right, uh, to load the bases before Marte's two RBI single. And then Carroll with the two RBI single. And then I didn't pick this up on the broadcast. I did pick up fans booing at the end of that inning. And I think we had said it here uh, at the PHNX Sports Studios where we were watching the game of like, oh, man, they're booing their team. I think that is because, according to what Jeff Passan had tweeted out, that there was an audible Let's Go D-backs chant. 
at Globe Life Field. So I'm imagining like any normal fan base, you would respond to the opposing teams chanting for their team with boos of like, what? No, like we, we can't allow this. So you talk about momentum in every possible way. And it, it, it came in almost every inning for the Diamondbacks to f- have them feeling really good. Can't take their, their foot off the gas. Can't take their foot off the, uh, off the necks of, of the Rangers in any which way. And I don't think they will. Because, look, Monday is still one game as well, right? Yeah. It's just one game. Yeah. Yesterday doesn't matter. Today doesn't matter. Uh, they're going to go out there and, and do that thing with Brandon Fott on the hill against Max Scherzer. And who would have thought when this postseason started or when this season started you'd be more excited and more confident in a Brandon Fott starting than Max Scherzer. I, I, yeah, no no kidding. Yeah, the, I mean, Max Scherzer was not very good in one of his two starts so far well, this postseason. And again, he does not have a lot of time under his belt where Brandon Fott really feels like he is dialed in right now, more so than we saw him dur- during the regular season. I mean, we saw his numbers at times in Reno, which were incredible, but... It's kind of, again, like uh, some of the hitters that we saw have incredible numbers in Reno. It's kind of the opposite because obviously it's not a it's not a pitcher-friendly environment in, in for the Aces, but uh, you just you saw what he was doing and you weren't as impressed by it because you wanted to see him have that kind of production at a major league level, especially after he got sent back down and immediately found, you know, found his stride again. Yeah, no, he's he's been he's been fantastic. I, I I'm really interested in the Rangers staff right now because Andrew Heaney, I think, was discussed as the number four of uh, the game four starter and he ended up throwing some innings today so i don't know if that shakes things up a little bit and now you know does john gray get that start in game four it's it's strange but i think i think the rangers and i i understand that that the rangers have you know a lot invested in max scherzer and you know his his uh, deal his contract for next sure. year is, is picked up so the rangers are, are stuck with him for lack of a better term i think they they want him healthy uh, over the course of 162 game season you want that guy you're not stuck with him he's still an all-time great but right now the tough decision i think for bochi is is do you have scherzer have another start i mean i understand you can have a short leash but i think the the rangers are struggling with the mad max decision in a way in which the diamondbacks did not struggle with the mad bum decision yeah Diamondbacks going and saying in April, enough is enough. We got to cut bait. It's best for our organization to move forward and kind of work around this issue. And the Rangers right now, I guess they don't see Mad Max. They don't see Max Scherzer as an issue. I do, but they're going to go and throw him out there in game three against Brandon Fott. And we'll see if uh, the Mad Max that has made his name over the last decade plus of years is going to show up or it's going to be the guy that's still kind of just fresh off the IL and and still working on a couple things and and maybe you can argue still rehabbing. Well, obviously a big part of it is his experience, right? But when you look at his last two outings this year in 2022 or 23, that's 23. In the regular season? Right? No, I'm talking about postseason. ALCS. Uh, he went four innings pitch, gave up five earned runs. He went two and two thirds, gave up two earned runs. Yeah, he's re- he's basically having rehab starts yeah. in, the, in the postseason, which I don't think you want. And I, and I think... You don't want to put a guy out there, even with a with a resume and a pedigree of a Max Scherzer, and the Rangers like him for some reason, despite the fact that Dane Dunning has done a, a really solid job uh, and has the most innings pitched on the Rangers starting rotation this entire year. John Gray right behind him, yep. also pretty serviceable. So I think that's a strange decision that uh, if, if things don't go the Rangers' way, that and, and, and Scherzer's not good, uh, you, you may have to point to that as saying, you know, why was this guy given the ball? 
to start games. If he's a guy you slide in late and maybe try to build up some momentum like you did with John Gray, great. But why are you starting him? I, we, we can talk about that a lot more on Monday during the pregame. No, I am totally going to build on that. Forget that. <laughs> Do Forget it. that. What I'm going to say is that is the difference between teams that are committed mm-hmm. to high-dollar players and what the Arizona Diamondbacks did this year. Mm. Because just like any team, they were committed to high-dollar players, and they had no problem eating yeah. that cost and DFAing them so that they could have another guy that could help this team win games, step in and take that role. Yeah. And that that is certainly a choice. And it's not a choice a lot of teams are willing to make. It's not a choice a lot of franchise, forget baseball, in any sport is willing to make. You're making a lot of money. We're going to try to trot you out there and get the most out of you at some point. There might be a time where you fall out of the starting lineup or the starting rotation because you simply aren't you know uh uh, contributing enough to be in there every day but we're still going to try to utilize you and sometimes like this we want to use utilize you in high leverage situations where we feel like your experience is going to be valuable here the diamondbacks do not really have that commitment to anybody the guys that are there that are older that are veterans are contributing evan longori tonight contributed tommy fam i dare you I fucking dare you to say that he didn't contribute tonight. Here, let me get out the wallet. I'm going to do it because it's worth it. You, you're going on a rant. You're saying Christian Walker getting that hit? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Tommy Pham. Hell yeah, four bro. Four for four. Yeah, bro. Hell yeah, bro. Corbin Carroll, two hits tonight. Corbin Carroll, two hits tonight? Hell, Hell yeah. yeah, bro. That's the kind of that's what kind of game they had today. Really, really good vibes. Really good momentum for everybody doing something Rivera coming in late I think Rivera's is a great guy for the role that uh that he plays I think he made the final out too right yeah today so um everyone kind of chipping in doing their thing other than Jordan Lawler who I guess just is not going to get a chance to play unfortunately but we saw Jace Peterson tonight he's a thing what I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to Casey Lacey, Lacey K. Summers, who said, just joined the chat. Thank you for your super chat. Only thing Tori needs to change is dropping Walker in the order to eighth. Whoa. Not, I don't disagree. After tonight? I, I don't know. What, one hit. One hit, Patrick, after tonight. Like, I'm happy you got the one hit, but she's not wrong. Uh, and she also says, month? and moving Fam up to fourth behind Moreno. It's time. Well, Fam is heating up. I would be okay if Fam moved up to fourth. A guy that you did put on the bench, what, in game five of, of the NLCS in favor of Paven Smith. But Fam is heating up. Put him four. You can drop Walker down to five. But you're saying, <laughs> hey, one hit. I say to you, one month. So you're going to cast away everything that Christian mm-hmm. Walker has been to this team mm-hmm. over the last three years and what he provides in his bat over one month? over a couple series because that again if there's not any better options and fam is only better option in the last what five hours all of a sudden what have you done for me lately patrick you are a real janet jackson sometimes what you know have you that? done for me lately what have you indeed do we have some videos damon we do not apparently <laughs> that's so, atrocious so Super producer damon, yeah i, I want to know so in the eighth inning and, and a lot of this changed. And so this question doesn't really have the same, you know, weight that it did probably at the start of the eighth. But what did you think Tory should have done in that spot? So if, if it's, again, if it was 4-1 at the beginning of the inning and then it was 7-1 by, by the end of the top of the eighth. So that kind of changed things. But yeah. were you thinking, you know, Merrill Kelly might go out there for the eighth inning? Was that a thought? Do you think that should have happened? I don't. 
because really? I don't because I think that if I'm if I'm being honest, <laughs> there are there was Andrew Saul Frank who wasn't used last night who they did turn to. I I don't see a need to exhaust Merrill Kelly if you don't have to exhaust Merrill Kelly. We know he's going to need to start again, essentially, right? I mean, well, four days off. I see. I don't think maybe, he would have been exhausted. Maybe. I don't add eighty nine pitches. Now the matchups, maybe, and you go. Eh, you, you don't want a reliever to come on, come in with guys on base. So I, I do understand that concern. Right. I, I, I just don't. And, honestly. and in fact, we did see Kevin Ginkle warming up, right? Because that's the thing is, you look and you go, oh well, it was Saul Frank and it was Frias. That wouldn't have been the game plan if it stayed four one. Yeah. Because that inning, Ginkle was yeah. warming up, and that did concern me actually. Yeah. Because of the 28 pitches they had thrown yesterday, and he was he was living out on a high wire just a little bit. Do we want to give Damon credit, by the way, for the whole uh, Frias thing? Damon did he call said, that. If, he said Damon if we did have, call Frias. We have Luis, Luis Frias closing out the game. That's a that's a good thing. Uh, Damon, were you concerned at all when Ginko was warming up there, just because of again the 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 situation with what he did yesterday, and you know the game being on the line essentially with with only a four one lead. Uh, I mean, I I think with the four one four run lead, I was or the four one lead, I was happy to see Ginkle because it was still a save situation. No, but mm, then when you yeah. when you bust it open a little bit, then it was the freest show, and yeah. that's exactly what I everything I wanted to see tonight. <laughs> You're looking down at the end of your bench, going, "Who do we have?" Yeah. Uh, hey, you. Andy, Andy, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God! All right, well, uh, we have Alec Thomas with, of course, the best lettuce on this team. Uh, and what is Alex talking about, Damon? You can intro this one for us. So Alex talking about uh, bringing the World Series to Arizona. <laughs> Fucking give it to me. Inject it into my veins. You know, happy to go home and then be in front of that crowd. For, you know, you know, it's been a while since you know the Diamondback fans have have, have seen you know a World Series being played on on at Chase Field. So you know, it's gonna be really fun. It is going to be really fun. Tickets are very expensive for that, by the way. But I know a place where you can get some good tickets. Uh, Game, game time? time, game Jinx. time, game time. You Jinx, to... you, you owe me game three World Series tickets. <laughs> Damn it. Damn and you get 20, 20 bucks off when you use code PHNX. That I is mean, true. You can't do that. Uh, and it is the place for last minute ticket deals. So if you don't have your World Series tickets yet, you might want to check game time out. No guarantees there. But of course, if you do check it out on the game, game day of, who knows what you can find. Uh, I've seen some crazier stuff on there. So they have last make minute sure, deals. Yeah. yeah, make sure to get it, check it out. It is it is the place for last minute deals, and it is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app now. Create an account and use code PHNX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Also, uh, you can you can't see them super well in this shot, but there's some adorable little bobbleheads down there keeping us company. And of course, those are provided to us by our friends at Foco, which is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more, all for your Arizona sports teams. It's uh, the best officially licensed gear you can find. Of course, during baseball season, you need to make sure you have all the things, including your stuffed snake. Uh, which is this wasn't sold at Foco, but you can find great things like it, including Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, and these collectible bobbleheads, which yeah. are like little tiny works of art. Uh, do not miss out. They are they are limited edition. They are numbered, and you can get them now uh, quickly. Make sure to do so because they'll probably have some limited edition World Series ones. Oh, and when we win the World Series, yes. there'll probably be some World Series uh, fun ones with them holding a trophy. There's a picture of Christian Walker with a baseball bat. Like 
menacingly holding it Ooh. while he looks at the trophy. I'm sure it's like he's like batting, like that. but it looks like he's going to smash the World Series trophy to bits. Uh, and I kind of want that as a bobblehead, like that exact picture. So maybe they'll make it for me over at Foco. But uh, they always do have our back for Arizona sports. And Foco has yours, too. Of course, get the best gear around by visiting Foco.com and using code PHNX. For all non-presale items, use the code PHNX for 10% off your order. Uh, we have more from our guy, Alec Thomas, our young king, uh, talking about facing Jordan Montgomery to night from the Texas Rangers just trying to see him up and trying to uh, you know get a good pitch to hit and uh, lay off you know the pitches that are you know down and, and you know pitchers pitches so um, yeah I think that's you know the approach they did an excellent job of getting to Jordan Montgomery earlier and uh, yeah. of course that only allowed Merrill to further just build his confidence and, and have himself a great outing that's kind of the, that's the kind of dog that Jordan Montgomery is still lasts six innings despite the fact that the Dimex were able to get yeah. to him, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and it gives you an idea of about the Rangers bullpen a little bit where you go, eh, we don't have enough guys where we might have to to pull a little bit early. Yeah, we can't burn it's these not guys. An option. Got it. You got to worry about the whole series, and that's what both managers had to do in this series. But of course, uh, we do have Gabriel Moreno here also talking about uh, the main man, Merrill, the mainstay on the mound tonight. Eh, yo creo que hoy él me rotaba todos los picheos, todos los picheos estaban buenos y, y wow, la localización que pudo tirarlos todos, yo creo que ese fue una de las piezas muy importantes. All of his pitches today, he was able to land all of his pitches today, I think that was the key part today. Yeah, Moreno's home run today, uh, his fourth of the postseason, tied for the second most of any catcher in a single postseason, behind only Sandy Alomar Jr. back in 1997, where he hit five, so... Dude looking to reach the top of the mountain of his own mountain, right? Of most home runs in a postseason by a catcher. Impressive. Is known baseball GM Elise trying to bring me down on this momentously joyous occasion? <laughs> yeah, well, she's trying to keep us straight. Hey, she's she trying to keep everything in perspective without Jesse here. She's trying to keep me rational. That's what Patrick's for, Elise. Look, like, and not to, not to quote the theme song of Facts of Life, but you take the good, you take the bad, you take the rest, and then you have the facts of life. But really in baseball, you flush the good, you flush the bad. You flush the rest, and then you have the Diamondbacks, the answer backs. Get him off this set right now, Damon. That's what it's about. You've got to just – Monday is Monday's game. That's the only thing that matters, one game yeah, at a time. Exactly. No, I mean, you're right. I, I mean, winning this game only matters if you can go home and take care of business at Chase Field. And, you know, there's some positives here. The Diamondbacks have faced quite a few teams that have a very strong road presence. And I'm not going to – I know nothing about the Texas Rangers fan base. I am not going to belittle them in any way, shape, or form. I do not know how well they travel, but I have a feeling that they definitely do not travel as well as the Phillies travel or the Dodgers no, especially travel so. here in Arizona. So what we're going to have is we're going to have Arizona Diamondbacks fans coming out to absolutely root on this team. We're going to have Jake from John Boy coming out to protect the pool. We got that covered already. So everything here uh, is already set and ready to go. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling very good about it but they do have to take care of business at home yeah and and tickets are not cheap uh as, no. as we've discussed so they I mean, are not it's, twelve dollars anymore no no no. you guys ruined it no if, if it's 12 dollar world series tickets but you had to blab about it online about how nobody comes to game it's over 600 right now closer to, closer to 580 Yee. when you get the 20 dollar discount when you use code phnx on game time but that's that's 60 tickets mm -hmm. that that phillies fans could have bought yeah for that kind of money yeah um, which that Phillies fan can't now, and no, if they win, they 
wouldn't be seeing the Philadelphia the Phillies, Phillies even playing no. at this game because they did get knocked out. Uh, unfortunately, this uh, will, of course, be the 11th consecutive World Series. That does not end in a sweep. Mm-hmm. Last time that happened was 2012 San Francisco Giants, where their manager was Bruce Bochy. I remember that. But Bruce will not be getting the sweep. He will not. He will not. Um, <laughs> before the game, Tommy Pham and Alec Thomas were both given a very special present from Big Poppy. Oh, really? They were. I didn't, was it a cowboy hat? It was shirts. Oh, okay. It was shirts. Uh, and uh, it might be the reason why Tommy Pham went 4 for 4 tonight. Are they the like button down with the, like, the little pearl buttons? No. Like let's hear what, here, this is what Alec Thomas had to say. Um, yeah, Big Poppy gave it to me uh, in, a, in the interview with uh, Fox, I think it was. But um, yeah, he, he gave it. He said, You're my dog, man. And he gave me the shirt. So, <laughs> my dog. Uh, Damon, when are you getting your shirts, and when are we going to get them? I, I feel like oh, I wow. definitely should be handing these kind of shirts How do out. we not yeah, have Damon Dog shirts with just a picture of you pointing up at the sky wearing those sunglasses that you're wearing right now? And I do one on the back, like it's almost like a jersey. It does need to say woof, woof across woof, the shoulders. Woof. Yeah. I would, yeah. And maybe mine says arf, arf, you know what I mean? Like we Maybe each, we customize them as to whatever type of dog each person is. I I would very much be okay Such with that. Such as an RFR for a wolf wolf. Whatever whatever you may be. The diamond dogs is the really diamond what we're dogs. talking about because yeah. there's a 26 man roster of dogs that are, are, are continuing to do things. They're continuing to do some really really impressive things. You know, Gabby Moreno also uh, by hitting third in game one and game two as as he's been here for a little while. The youngest D-backs catcher, of course, to start a World Series game, but um, only two catchers are ever 23 years old or younger, or rather younger than Gabby Moreno. Buster Posey, as you just mentioned, mm-hmm. back in 2010, and then a Hall of Famer that we've discussed was not a first ballot Hall of Famer, Yogi Berra, Yogi believe it or not, age 22 yeah. in the 1947 World Series. So, yeah. man, the, the future is so bright, but, uh, but again, going back to what we had discussed earlier, for Tori Lovello, there is no future. There's only Monday. Like, that's the only game yeah. that matters. And Brandon Fott's going to be on the bump. And it's got to make you feel really good. And despite, I think, the <laughs> results of these games, it's like you just can't count this team out. Until yeah. the 27th out of the fourth Texas Rangers win is secured, the Diamondbacks have an opportunity to answer back. And so far, this entire postseason, 84 wins be damned, they have answered back. He they said, are dangerous. He said the name of the movie in the movie. By the way, when I was typing earlier, uh, someone said that they want a Damon Dog shirt in the PHNX locker. I think it was Charles Woodall Pike because he's always full of good ideas. Uh, Damon Dog shirts in the PHNX locker when? Uh, I was. I just in the <laughs> middle of the show decided to message Eric to sell, tell him we needed a Senior October shirt. So maybe we'll get that going soon because yes. I wasn't going to let that idea not uh, immediately be made. We'll see if we can get that to happen. But, uh, I mean, Alec Thomas... Uh, might need a senior uh, young king shirt. I don't know because this yeah. man has been incredible during the postseason. He was incredible tonight. Once again, we talked about it. Do never, never bench him against left-handed pitching again. No. Uh, and here he was talking about the Diamondbacks attacking starting pitching uh, for the Rangers so far in this series. Um, definitely our plan. Um, we've definitely, you know, had a good plan against, you know, some of those guys, and uh, you know, we gotta execute that plan, and, and we executed so. Um, just definitely just um, playing together and, you know, putting together great at-bats and you know, just passing it to the next guy. Passing it to the next guy. Pass that, that baton, baton, man. Pass that baton. 
Cog says 0.3% chance to win the World Series this year. Fuck the odds. Never tell me the <laughs> odds. And Cog, you owe a dollar to the swear jar. And your mom's here, Cog. Watch now, your language. Dude. Watch your language. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there there are just so many things you could say about tonight's win. Again, there's a lot of good guys. There's a lot of guys that deserved uh, credit for uh, being a potential king snake tonight because yeah. it was really just a thorough victory here when it came to both the offensive production, Merrill Kelly on the mound, and the two guys that they called on to, you know, again, the, the two guys that who knew if you were going to get called on, especially Saul Frank again after the way he's pitched so far, and Luis Frias, who was very good in his inning of work when they did have the bullpen start against the Phillies in the NLCS. But again, you don't know if you're going to get that, you know, if you're going to actually get that that call again. That's an interesting juxtaposition between games two and games three. In game one, the, the Rangers got the legacy-type performances from the guys that you would have expected, Corey Seager and Adolis Garcia. So nothing really changed for them as far as their recipe for winning games. But in game two for the Diamondbacks, they got Christian Walker warming up a little bit. Yep. Tommy Pham Cooking. heating up a lot. Doing a little Luis cooking. Frias doing yeah. good. Andrew Salfrank kind of back into the mix. And then Merrill Kelly kind of putting a stamp on this thing of like, I am a postseason dog. I am, I am the ace of this staff. And so when it comes back to me for game six, Fear not because we're going to get a W there. Yeah. Like that's, I think the big difference is you saw more momentum going the Diamondbacks way after their win tonight. Whereas the Rangers as a team, you know, where did that momentum come from? I think the bullpen a little bit, right? John Gray with, uh, with, with what he was able to do in multiple frames. Uh, and, um, you know, Nathan Evaldi, no, not necessarily, but the momentum was the guys who pretty much already had it in Corey Seager and Adolis Garcia. The Diamondbacks had momentum in a place in which, you know, they, they really needed it. Our favorite Dodgers fan, Maria G, showed up and she said, please, D-backs, jump on Scherzer. I will always have deep disdain for that guy. Oh. Bitter Dodgers fan. We love you, Maria. You're a real one. Maria's a real one. Charles Woodall Pike with the super chat. We love you, Charles Woodall Pike. Uh, he is paying Cogs's swear jar fine. Wow. Which that, that's, that, talk about real ones. That, you are a real one, sir. Um, and yes, we will pay that. Uh, let's see. We did uh, get to Lacey. Uh, we thank you for your super chat so much. Uh, Benjamin Hunley said MLB TV just compared Moreno, Moreno to Yadier Molina. Let's we go. did that shit first. That's We've been true. doing that for years. Well, not and, for years, but the whole time we've had And him. Marcus, it's not inappropriate to want Merrill Kelly's right hand rubbing your body. If you have some tension in your shoulders, not at all. he can, he can work out a couple knots. Not at all. There's nothing not wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Not at There's all. nothing... There's nothing wrong with two dudes in a tub yes. drinking beers. Marcus, you know thank what you. I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Caesar says, could tell Marte Senor November form coming soon. That might be his ultimate form. Uh, and then Thomas said, 30-year-old rookie via South Korea ace, Merrill Kelly. Let's go. a great go. story. Yeah. I think America found like a new favorite player to like root for. Of like, wow, all right. Yeah. This guy's this guy something special. This We're guy's something team. special. We, we missed America's out team. on him. We are, we are so lucky. Yeah. To to uh, to learn a little bit more about this guy and kind of a new favorite player in the desert, but we uh, we're lucky enough to be talking to somebody else. That's right, you're right. We are lucky enough to be joined. Who's known uh, to when be we talk about desert. America's player? We're talking about America's journalist. It's the one and only wholesome uh, God Himself. It's my vice mayor. It's your thunderstick coming to us live from Texas, Jesse Friedman. Jesse. What a win for the Snakes, stealing home field advantage and bringing it back here to Chase Field. Yeah, I mean, 
mean, what do you say, right? I mean, I know the, the final score of this one makes it look like it was it was all Diamondbacks and no Rangers. And when all was said and done, it kind of was. I mean, this was a this was a big-time win for the Diamondbacks where they sort of made a statement after what happened yesterday. They're not going to go down, uh, you know, easily after what the Rangers did to them in, in very dramatic fashion in game one. But, yeah, I mean, for the Diamondbacks to come out here and – and for Merrill Kelly to be as good as he was, right? I mean, that's what this ultimately comes down to. You know, I, I don't know if the Diamondbacks scored nine runs if Merrill Kelly doesn't do what he did, right? You know, the Rangers were not necessarily using their, their best relievers. Uh, this was a game, you know, pretty late. This was still a close game pretty late, and the Diamondbacks were, were ultimately able to pour it on. But it, it very much started with what Jesse, Merrill Kelly was able to give the Diamondbacks on the map. I, I hate to cut you off. Your audio is terrible and i'm not blaming it on that terrible building you're in but it might be that that building's fault we've talked about it being a poorly constructed newly built building but uh I, i'm not sure your microphone might be wrong or whatever we're having a really hard time hearing you it also um, sounds like he's in the, he's inside of an air conditioning unit which to be fair that's what that's Worldwide also field what that is. building is like yeah it could also be just that right <laughs> it's it's the field itself am i am i any better now should i should i leave and come back N no, I think it's probably coming out of your laptop. unfortunately not. It sounds like it's coming from your laptop potentially instead of your mic uh, on your ears, but um, we can't. We just can't hear you. So maybe we can have you uh, click off and rejoin us here in a minute. Jesse almost looks like he's on the roof of Globe Life. He's so high he's up. He's very high up there. His if picture the, if was the very roof high wasn't closed, yeah. we would have thought he was on top of yeah. Globe Life. Yeah. But. No, the roof was was kind yeah, of. This like is giveaway. an all retractable roof world series, by the way. Yeah, see, this is like you guys need to get your shit together. Have a retractable roof. That way, elements can't they slow were, us down during they this were time of the year. Closed for games one and two. Yeah, Diamondbacks, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Diamondbacks are gonna have them open. They're, it sounds like they're gonna be yeah. open. The the weather is nice. The, the five oh seven p.m. start time. Yeah, it allows them to be able to open it. Like usually the early, because we don't really have five oh seven start times unless it's on no, a Saturday, right? The five ten. So outside of that, usually it's uh, it's it's usually six forty, which is a little bit safer of a start time. I was laughing at Elizabeth's comments who said Jesse was using a tin can and a string. Definitely, <laughs> definitely nailed the exact sound. It sounded like it's he actually was an making I tin can and I string <laughs> is what it needs to be branded as. It's still as. very expensive. What's the what's the shade uh, the shadow situation? Situation when the roof is open versus closed. I, I think that in game th one of the games it was closed, and then and in fact when it was closed, I feel like the, there were more shadows. There was like sunlight on Corbin Carroll's face when he was in center field. There was so a, there's a weird there's a weird thing like that. Yeah, I mean it's because that's like still there. It's not there. It's not completely blocked out. Yeah, right. like there's some windows and stuff. But yeah, I know like what you're saying. Like yeah, maybe it's just easier to be out in the sunlight instead of having like those odd kind of, you know, like beams from windows kind of coming down. Yeah. But we do have Jesse rejoining us. Let's take a listen to see um, if he's bringing his World Series quality sound this time. Is it better? It's yeah. Let's go! Hey. Nice! Right. Bring it home. All Thanks right. for joining us. This has been a... Oh, wait, sorry. I, no, we're I not doing what we're that doing. yet. Sorry, I We've been we waiting doing. for this. We've yes, been waiting no, for no, this. No. Tarps off the field, boys. Yes. Let's go, Jesse. 45 minutes of Jesse talk. <laughs> We've been waiting for this. Do all the heavy lifting, pal. We're going to kick our feet up and just relax and, and celebrate this win. <laughs> but, yeah, I imagine, uh, imagine vibes are very good for this team. And, again, we've tried to... Just like we were bringing everybody up yesterday, we're trying to just keep things a little level and say there's still a lot 
lot of work to do in this series. Can't guarantee any victories at home at Chase Field. We know they haven't been that dominant at Chase Field, but this is definitely a huge step in the right direction to steal this one in Texas. I mean, the D-backs have been pretty good at Chase Field, right? I mean, they, they have they've been. played four. They've played four games in the postseason at Chase Field. They've won three of them. I guess I guess that's that's a pretty a pretty decent place to be. But yeah, you're right that there's there's a lot more work to be done here for sure, uh, right? It's it's just a split, but it, it very much changes kind of the view of the game yesterday. It does. I mean, if if could you imagine if Corey Seager and, and Adolis <laughs> Garcia hadn't come back and, and done that for the Texas Rangers, yeah. they'd be looking at a 2-0 deficit going back to, to Arizona for three games. It'd be a really, really difficult spot for the Rangers to be in. So, you know, because the because they were able to do that, because Adolis Garcia and Corey Seager, you know, came through in, in such an, an incredible way last night, this is very much a series. It is 1-1. Yeah. Uh, right, the Diamondbacks are right, very much in the thick of this thing, given what they were able to accomplish today, and they and they did it in kind of a statement-making fashion, right? For for as close of a game as this was for a long time, and I want to get into Merrill Kelly and everything that that he accomplished tonight a little bit later, but the Diamondbacks blew out the Texas Rangers yes. in their own ballpark, he right? Said it. This, this game was not this game was not close. It was nine to one. I know Bruce Bochy was, you know, kind of just letting Martin Perez, who didn't really have his best stuff tonight, just kind of letting him eat those innings there, wasn't going to to his best relievers. But the Diamondbacks really had their way with the Texas Rangers today when all was said and done. And and once again, this was another another instance where the Diamondbacks were able to get to a starting pitcher that a lot of other teams, a lot of other very good teams in the postseason haven't been able to get to. Jordan Montgomery came into this game with a really impressive, I think it was like a low twos ERA in the postseason. And it took a little while. The D-backs didn't get to him right away. Uh, similar uh, with Nathan Ivaldi yesterday. You know, it took a couple of innings. But ultimately they did, right? It's I mean, Montgomery gave up nine hits and four runs over six innings. He didn't strike out a batter. No Diamondbacks hitters struck out until the eighth inning of this wow. game, which was really remarkable. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, just the just the quality of the at bats throughout this game was was really impressive, and you know it took a, it took a while for it to materialize. But when all was said and done, the Diamondbacks really had their way with the Texas Rangers here in this one. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it was such a, a prophet, uh, prophetic kind of you know performance based on what we had talked about in the pregame show of like, man, everything would be perfect if all of yeah. you know, these things happened. Yeah, and it really did all happen. We were Almost like, perfectly. Yeah, we were like, if Merrill can go out there, give him a long outing, and maybe if they get Saul Frank, uh, this guy over here, Damon even said, if we have Luis Frias closing out the game, that's a good thing. And like, it's like <laughs> everything we discussed as far as the best possible outcome that you could ask for as far as the pitching staff goes tonight yeah. came true. And yeah. it just gives the Diamondbacks an opportunity to rebound from game one, which was more devastating almost in the usage of the bullpen than the loss. The loss was what it was. The Texas Rangers did what they were supposed to do. I have said that I was not really discouraged by the loss. I know it's that's that's one that kind of is a bit heartbreaking. It's a bit heart-wrenching, but it was still one of those losses that you could say the Diamondbacks basically won this game. Paul Seawall just had a bad night out there. And unfortunately that bad night resulted in them being able to tie up the game. And then from that point on, they were kind of handcuffed as far as the pitching 
uh, the pitchers available to them to use in extra innings going forward, right? So, and that game played out the way that it did. But I still felt very good about the way that the offense performed in that game. I was actually still highly encouraged by Zach Gallon, even though he gave up as many walks as he did, and the team as a whole gave up as many walks as they did. But tonight, Jesse. Merrill Kelly was just magnificent, and he did not walk a single person, striking out nine and giving the Diamondbacks exactly what they needed in seven innings of work. Yeah, it it was kind of like Kurt Schilling-esque, right? I mean, you think back to what Kurt Schilling did for the Diamondbacks in in 2001. I know that's a lofty comparison to make, but Kurt Schilling's line, yeah, Kurt Schilling's line, I think it was in... Or game I'm one. Forgetting the game, I th- I think it was in game four is actually the game that I'm thinking of. Kurt okay, Schilling okay. obviously had a number of number yeah. of great outings in the World Series. I think he pitched three times uh, in you know in the World yeah. Series for, for the Diamondbacks. <laughs> right. But in his game four outing, Kurt Schilling went seven innings, three hits, one run, one walk, nine strikeouts. Tonight, Merrill Kelly went seven <laughs> innings, three hits, one run, <laughs> no walks, and nine strikeouts. And yeah. obviously, that was I That's mean that was crazy. 22 years ago. So I don't want to go too crazy with the comparisons, but uh, comparisons are all over the place. We can't, we can't ignore the numbers, Jesse, the numbers. Let's talk about the numbers. You want to talk about the numbers? Look, (laughs) we can know, we can almost no longer say Merrill Kelly's a poor man's Kurt Schilling. Now, of course, no, he's a rich people outside the market are going to look and go, well, Kurt Schilling's a borderline hall of famer. Kelly, not the case, but for this franchise, for this season and for this postseason, for what both those two are able to do. I mean, Merrill Kelly is, is elite. He's an all time guy. That's just gonna be remembered here this incre- Incredible night tonight. Yeah, he was he was just so good and, and just sort of in control of this game right throughout. I know there was the one home run that he that he gave up to, to Mitch Garver, which was really impressive home run, frankly. That was, was the lowest pitch that Mitch Garver has ever homered on in his major wow. league career. So I think that's just sort of like a, a hat tip kind of a moment where it's like, all right, if you're gonna if you're gonna homer on a sinker that's below <laughs> the knees and, and sort of off the plate inside you know, hats off to you. But yeah, Merrill was so good in this game, you know, throwing strikes consistently, as we said earlier, you know, not issuing a single walk. And and the way he went out was really impressive, right? Uh, that third time through the order is something that we spend a lot of time talking about here in the postseason. It wasn't an issue for Merrill Kelly, right? Uh, that third time through, uh, you know, he faced six batters altogether. That's when that's when Torrey uh, decided to, to take him out of this game. But of those six batters that he faced the third time through, he struck out five of them and also got a ground out. It was it was a, a really dominant way to, to finish this outing. And I'm sure you guys maybe already had this conversation about whether Merrill Kelly should have continued in this game. I guess the D-backs, you know, wound up kind yeah. of opening up a, a bigger lead at that point, which which made the question a little bit less interesting. Absolutely. But you yeah. could argue that he, the you know, decision he was probably could have given you eight innings. You, you, you had texted us asking us, because I know you didn't see on the broadcast, but there were handshakes and smiles all being in the dugout. So it didn't really need that that extra cushion for them to make that decision. But like you said, it makes it that much easier. And not to mention the fact that, like, there is still a possibility that this team is going to need Merrill, Pe- Merrill Kelly to pitch again, and you still want to try to save him. There's no need when you know when he when he's been this good, and you still do have available arms in the bullpen to come out there and do the thing. Obviously, though, it's all about results, and because they won, and because Saul Frank went out there and pitched the way he did, that's it's a moot point. But 
had he gone out there, it, maybe maybe if they didn't get those runs and it was four to one and he goes out there and gives up a couple of runs and makes it a closer game and it's four to three going in the ninth, you're screaming at Tory for taking Merrill out, right? But it's all relative to the results. And in this case, the Diamondbacks end up with a huge victory that uh, was a pretty thorough defeat. We talked about this kind of being like uh, uh, when, when the Phillies beat the Diamondbacks in game two, that it just kind of felt like that they beat them in every facet of the game. And tonight yeah. it felt like the D-backs did that to them. Cattell Marte extending his his hitting streak now to historic levels. Uh, he now holds that record with an 18-game hitting streak, longest in MLB postseason history. Have you guys talked about uh, Tori uh, coming out and taking a picture of all the media members? No, what was up? that about? Do, you have a, <laughs> do we have the picture of that, Damon? What's the back? Oh, we do. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> so what was this yeah, about? So, so it's utter chaos covering the World Series. I've discovered that very quickly here in the last couple of days. If you're going to the if you're going to the winning team's clubhouse after a World Series game ends, there are so many people lined up to enter that clubhouse and talk to players. And Tori Lavello walking by was like, oh my gosh, there's like a bazillion people waiting in line to enter our clubhouse right now. This is really cool. Let me come out and take a picture of this moment so that I can savor it for years to come. So this is a picture. This is me taking a picture of Tori Lovello, taking a picture of all of us lined up outside <laughs> wow. of the clubhouse. He is will, one of us. He is one I will, of us. I will, also say, I will also say that as uh, pretty much right around the time that this happened, apparently Tori Lovello was not a part of this. But before we were all allowed to go into the some roaring, some roaring applause, some sort of inspirational speech that was being made. We weren't allowed in there at that point, but Diamondbacks Clubhouse was a, a pretty happening place uh, before all of the media was allowed to get in there. It, it sounded like somebody was giving some sort of a, some sort of a, you know, inspirational something or other. And all Tory the guys dropped were the F bomb, Jesse. He said, "Fuck more." We know that's exactly what happened. I don't. I don't think more. he was. I don't think he was in there though. Oh. Um, it appeared because he right around Tommy that time Sam? he popped out and Tommy took a Sam picture of all of us as it was as it was still happening. So I don't know who was in there uh, uh, giving the giving the pep talk to everyone, <laughs> but there was a lot of noise. We, we could definitely hear some of that as, as we were waiting to, to get inside there. And, you know, I think the Diamondbacks understand there's still a lot of work to be done here. But, yeah. you know, this is about as, as resounding of a game to win as you know, I think you I think you could imagine. You, you, you've, you've got a huge crowd of, of media. You've probably been in Tori's office where there's maybe only two other people asking him <laughs> questions pre and post game. Is that right? There's been times where it's me, Jesse, and I, Nick Vaccaro. <laughs> wow. I missed I missed those days, man. The spring uh, training, remember that. spring training days this year? When sometimes it was just us? Oh my god. Yeah. I've never days, I've bro. never been part of a scrum with like fifty people in it, like, yeah. like surrounding one person's locker. I it's didn't think crazy. that was like really possible. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's all it's all in it's all in good fun, and you know the Diamondbacks deserved all yeah. of the attention that they got in a in a game like this. If it's more than twenty people, it's a performance. It's no longer a scrum. <laughs> it's a stage show. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jesse, get your ass back here. We miss you here. so much. We hope you get back here. We can't wait for you and the team to get back here. Maybe we can get this job done here at Chase Field and not send you anywhere anymore. You can sleep in your bed the rest of the rest of the fall so we're looking forward to that buddy and of course we thank you again so much for your extremely wonderful coverage do not miss jesse's writing and i want to tell you this you have done an incredible wow. job every
every single day there is a piece from Jesse that would take a normal writer an entire week to write. And instead, Jesse's just <laughs> sacrificing all of his sleep and all of his time to bring you all this wonderful coverage. Water drinking. So do not miss out on everything he has going on over at gophnx.com. Sir, we salute you and we thank you again for your hard work. It's outstanding. I, I salute Patrick, who somehow is just like just a permanent Arizona resident at this point and is uh, still sticking around helping he us out. He lives at so, your house uh, now. He's had his mail forwarded there. It's kind of wild, but he's taking <laughs> excellent care of your brother. He's been watering him every day and taking him out for walks. So yes. don't you worry. He's in good hands. I'll see you at the bus station tomorrow, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick you up. All, All right. Jesse. Sounds good. All right, man. Well, we thank you guys again for being here. Of course, a uh, great way to celebrate this victory is with our friends from OG's Brands. And if you're Ooh. stuck on what kind to get, I don't know, if you need to get amped up more, get yourself a sunny sativa. If you want to try to go to sleep after this exciting win, maybe a mellow indica. But it doesn't matter because the OG's Brands has you covered with a wide variety of flavors. They're all delicious, and they have their mixed bags uh, with fruits and cream, so you can take all the guesswork out of it. Just grab one of those, try them out, and, of course, maybe you'll just like the fat, the varieties. So uh, they have those available and they allow you to customize your OG's experience based on the mood or time of day, depending on what you're looking for. So check out our friends at OG's Brands for yourself. Try a one or a few of their many delicious flavors. Of course, you can check them out across all socials at OG's Brands and online at ogsbrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you. you. Must be 21 or over to enjoy and please enjoy responsibly. Um, Elise asked if you got to drive the pet RAV4. Do you have the keys to the RAV4? Oh, of Jesse's car? Yeah. You talking about these bad boys yeah. here? We're going, okay. we're going to salad and go, baby. We are going to salad and go. Well, we thank you guys, of course. Make sure to grab yourself no a ads. shirt, by the way, if you haven't grabbed a shirt yet. <laughs> we are fucking dangerous, and when we say that, we mean me and him in Jesse's RAV4, but we also mean the Arizona Diamondbacks. So grab yourself the shirt of a dangerous team right now. If you are not a diehard member, you can get that shirt for free uh, by joining us and becoming a diehard member. Of course, you will get a shirt for free, free. or whatever shirt you want. We're here from the phnxlocker.com. You also get 20% off all future purchases, get access to our members only discord lounge, get Jesse's newsletter. You get discounts with our partners so much more. Get all of those shirts, get, get, get ready, get ready to celebrate this team when they get back here and we all need to go to the airport or some shit. I don't know, but get yourself a diehard membership too. While you're at it, of course uh, you can follow us on Twitter. In the meantime, we will be back here Monday. We actually get a day off as well. Jesse probably doesn't. He never stops working, but we're, I don't know. We're going to be a workout day. Me and him there. Yeah, I know. Of course, that's where he's going to be. But after I drop him, pick him up at the bus station, <laughs> drop him off at the field. You and I, we can go. We'll you go know. watch some wrestling or something. I don't know. But yeah. he's at Jesse and Friedman. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman. This maniac next to me is a Patrick D. Lyons. Of course, the people's producer is Damon. He's at Damon Dog. We are Damon's dogs. Woof, woof. woof. Uh, it's at DAWG. This maniac is Saul Bookman. Stay tuned for a PhD. Uh, let's <laughs> It's a big night for Arizona sports. Let's fucking go. But of course, our show's at PHNX underscore D-backs and all roads do lead to at PHNX underscore. What did I already say sports? I don't know. One's PHNX underscore D-backs. One's PHNX underscore sports. I think you can figure out which one is which there. But both. you're smart. You're smart, guys. Uh, shout out to Al Ducard, of course. He said, if we win the World Series, we should give Paul Goldschmidt a ring. If it wasn't for him and St. Louis beating Chicago in the final game, we don't make the playoffs. He's still contributing to Attention Arizona to sports. Detail. I mean, I'm not getting down with giving him a ring, but we'll give him a hearty thank you note. You know, we'll write <laughs> him a handwritten thank you note. Uh, Carlos says, I'd like to point out that this win's final score match. Game one's win in the 0-1. 
one World Carlos Series. Doing this the is, they're all beyond consequences or co- coincidences. Consequences. Coincidences. Oh, it's the stars aligning. Yes, thank you, Carlos. But of course, we thank you guys again for being here tonight. We appreciate your time. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when you steal home field advantage in the World Series. Let's go!